Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Go. <laughs> did that say go? It did say go. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode uh, 102. David and Rachel on the mic. It is post-Turkey Day, Black Friday. Woo-hoo. How can you not shopping? No. No? I did that when uh, my daughter was younger and my I would go with my nieces and nephews. Like in the middle of the night, you know, two, three in the morning. That, oh, that was, yeah. That was like stupid. 11.30, got to get out the door, you know, for midnight, whatever, or even earlier. Actually, a cup, one year, my son wanted something like from the video. Some video game was coming out. And my nephew and him and I went out and I was just like, what the hell am I thinking? Um, so stupid. we went to like the GameStop. And, Not that people yeah. out there shopping are stupid, but we think it's stupid for well, us. Well, we shopped probably for eight hours. And we, we so we got up early, went right to the GameStop, got the, the video game, shopped for eight hours, went to a mall version of the GameStop, and they had the freaking game. I was like, you won't. So what you're saying is I got up early for the game that everybody had to have, but nobody wanted because yep. it was at the store at 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So. We want to yeah. do a shout out to Warren out there. Warren, Warren. sent us an email. Uh, yeah. Anyone else in this email, we'll, we'll be sure to recognize you on the air. But Warren reached out to us and said all our buzzwords, bitch lips. Um, what was the other buzzword? I don't even freaking know. Was it the other white meat? No. Um, yes. <laughs> the other white uh, meat. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So thanks, Warren, for reaching out to us. Uh, you you give us purpose and you listen to us. And um, we're, like, we're helping one person. Yes, one, one person. Damn it. It's totally worth it. So hope you had a good Thanksgiving, all the good stuff. And everybody out there, uh, Australia, Ireland, England, uh, Switzerland, all the other countries out there. Thanks for listening to us, for too. And local people, thanks for listening. And and uh people thank you to all the people i forced to listen when i send yes. you um the link yes you're people, welcome <laughs> people that are related to yes. people that are related to rachel and don't really discuss with rachel thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> i never talk about them uh, ever i know but but their their town shows up in the listening listening thing yeah your, your face know. was priceless thanks. last time big time he was like, wait a minute i was like i know that town heard, I mean, uh, oh hey Okay. Uh, What are we we talking about today? Today we're talking about. Hold on, please. Hold, please. I have too many mice. I have too many mice. What is that? Today we're talking about adult children. uh, Divorce episode one hundred two. Adult children that have a problem with your decision to leave, and or get divorced, and when they want you to change your your opinion to match theirs, little fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Being the person who left. Um, I, I, I talked about this before. There's a lot of guilt already yep. that I've had to deal with. And then I feel like the holidays just keep bringing it up. So it's almost like I'm only four holidays or five holidays, five major holidays out of my divorce, even though it's going to be three years. I mean, it's two and a half years. So, so it's like. So five holiday seasons. Yeah. Okay. Like, right. you know. 
three Christmases, two New Year's, three, you know, stuff like that. So and a partridge in a pear lot. tree. Yeah, and so I think the holidays always bring up shit, whether it's if you're divorced or not, you know, it's politics, your opinion on shit, who got married, who got divorced, who's having a baby or who's having baby daddy 17 or whatever. There's always shit that happens in or, the family. That or who's having Thanksgiving, who's not having Thanksgiving, and what time is Thanksgiving to one person's family, what time is Thanksgiving to another yeah. person's family, what time is Christmas, what time is Christmas to another person's oh, family. Yeah. Yes. And I think, you know, especially if you're not um, amicable, uh, when, you know, if we're if you're not going through a divorce or have gone through a divorce, <laughs> stop making pictures. Yeah, we're not in the same studio today, so David's distracting me with his hashtag hand gestures. I don't hand jive. That's the pound sign, dude. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> stop trying to be cool. Um, my eyes are leaking. Wake up! And I'm wake up! Wake up! Um, no, and I think it really does like. When's the time that everybody's together? When's the time that everybody's learning about what's going on in your life? If you, especially if you don't talk a lot and you know, my daughter and I are pretty close. My older son and I talk occasionally. He was at the um, hundred episode thing and my little guy's here with me half the time. So the holidays will bring up, Oh, well remember this Christmas or remember that or remember this or, you know, so the healing definitely goes in roller coaster or waves, whatever you wanted to say it. But I find that each year when the holidays comes, my kids get a little aggressive with me again, or they're matured enough where now there's a new issue. There's, you know, like my little guy said to me, he's like, if you ever became homeless, would you move back with dad? I'm like, no. Well, why not? You'd rather be homeless than move back with your dad? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we're divorced. He's 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 like, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, would he... Give me a place to stay. Yes, probably. But would I choose to put myself in a situation that I was in before that, you know, I was so desperate to get out of. Um, so even the kids questioning things like we were putting up ornaments and, you know, we have the one with the the family, you know, that we're in now. Um, all of us together in one of those ornaments. It's like, you know, first Christmas together and all their names on it. He's like pulling out other ornaments that had my old life on it. And I was like, well, you know, that one you can have because that's not me now. And he's like, well, you're still our family. And I'm like, yeah, but the family's no more. It's a different dynamic, son. I'm like, you guys are my family. You guys are your dad's family, but your dad and I aren't family anymore. And he's like, well, you can't just break up with family. I'm like, try me. I haven't talked to my sister for almost three years. So, and and, uh, thanks for listening, sis. Thanks. We appreciate your, your view or your listen. Listenership. Um, Listenership. Listeningship. But yeah, so I think kids can really, I don't think they are trying to hurt you, but when they're trying to question or maybe haven't healed the same way you have or haven't healed how you expected they they should have already by now. But again, holidays bring up the shit. Yep. So um, it really can make the wounds fresh. Deep. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to rename this this uh, uh podcast uh divorce till episode 102 um hope for the holiday blues <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what we're talking about the holiday blues I, seriously. and it really is it that's i i think you know thanksgiving's the start of it and then you know you have all the the kids are back to, like so my daughter just went back to college 
And so it's like I have a I have a little rest for the next couple of weeks to get ready for all the and Christmas. And then the shit storm starts again. And then she'll be back for like a month. And so we'll either have real conversations or, you know, fake conversations that agree with her opinion or what her take on things are. And I think each time it's lessened, but there's still still like, you know, like we had a knockdown drag out, like, this is my opinion. If you don't agree with it, that's on you. And because I'm not spewing out your opinion on a topic doesn't mean that I don't care or that I don't want you in my life. It's, I've come so this far and I'm going to say what I'm going to say because no matter what I say, I end up being the asshole. And like I said, we discussed this last week. We're like, I've always been the one keeping the, the, the even keel, like don't make waves. Let's do this. And now finally in the last two years, three years of healing, I'm like, I'm going to say it because they're going to be mad either way. Yep. I'm either going to keep it all in and then explode or I'm going to talk to about it now and then, you know, get it all out of the way and be like, okay, we can heal from here or you can threaten to leave or not come back or not have me in your life. So I think it's part, a lot of, of, part of it is, is uh, almost like that podcast of 15 minutes, not giving a fuck. You know, yeah. you, you care what they think, but you have to uncare about their opinion in order for you to survive. Especially as adult children. Yeah. Like if my oh, 11 yeah. year old says it, I have to be the therapist, be the and mom you have to address it. I have to be the voice of reason, but yet also listen to his reasoning of why he says things and what his take on things are. So I'm still teaching him, whereas my my daughter and my older son, they're adults. So no matter what I say, it's talking to another adult that I care about deeply, but I also care about myself now enough to be like, no, I'm not going to tolerate that. Or I'm not, okay, I'm getting emotional. I'm not going to deal with your shit because I'm healed on my shit. So. My shit's a little bit more important than your shit. It's kind of like when the plane goes down, duh, 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 you, yeah. you put your oxygen mask on first and then you put your kids yeah. on second. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. You don't take and care I don't, of your kids. And I think, you know, I think I'm in a relationship with my kids now that, you know, that I've always been that parent that tells them what I think age appropriately they can take. Like mm-hmm. it may have been different for both of them. You know, I have an older son and an older daughter and where the are you killing bugs yeah i got these plant <laughs> bugs man pissing me off oh, yeah. it's like winter time die i'll give you remedy after All um right. so um i think at different ages they were able to take different things like my ex was sick with two types of cancer and you know one of them was eight and one of them was five did i tell them these did i tell my five-year-old the same thing i told my eight-year-old no, no. but i gave them what they could handle and so I think I've done that a pretty good job of being a safe space for my kids. Like, you know, what no matter what the topic was, you know, friends, relationships, sex, whatever, I've been pretty open so that they could come and talk to me about it. But I also am, I am two adults. Now, no matter their opinion, I'm not going to change it. I can give them my point or yeah. my view, but it doesn't mean that they have to spew what I'm thinking either or totally agree with me. But I'm going to say this is why I have it. I'm 48 years old. I've been through this much shit. Take what you want from it, but I'll be here in the end when it either works out, doesn't work out or whatever. So, you know, it's almost like the older they get, the the relationship with them changes and your discussions with them change accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, and you have to do that. Well, and you you've experienced what's your experience with that? Uh, with, with mine, as my divorce was more when they were teenagers and over the course of 
the past 10, 12 years, uh, things have gotten better. I've had to stick to my guns on a few things. Uh, one of the problems we had that I never, I, I tried never to get the kids involved in our legal battles or any battle that we had. And, and it was tough because she was always pulling them inside the battles. So it was, it was almost like I was fighting two battles. I was fighting them and I was fighting her. So when, when they were young and this first went on, um, I had to sit them down and say, Hey, mommy's house is mommy's house. Daddy's house is daddy's house. They don't mm-hmm. meet. There's no connection. Yeah. And that was tough yeah. for them, but they, they figured it out and it was tough for everybody. But I, I, I tell people, you got to stick to your guns, stick to your yeah. guns. No matter if you hurt their feelings, if they start crying, if they hate you, stick to your yeah. guns, well, no matter I think what. They was, I think they, they, once they see your side, like, I think my kids see my side more, like I'll get a random text going, oh my gosh, grandma's crazy, which validates me. But also mm-hmm. now they still have to deal with that because when they go to their dad's grandma's there. Yep. So when they come to my house, I'm like, you can talk to me about it, but my deal is, you know how I feel about her. You know what I went through because they're adults. Of course, my little guy sees it himself, and I think my daughter is definitely one that discusses stuff with my little guy more because, you know, I think they have a really cool bond. Um, she thinks she's his mom sometimes, but I think he sees what everybody else sees because he's a lot younger than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And the validation for me is I put them through that for so many years and I stayed in it. And if I would have gotten out earlier, well, everything really does happen for a reason. My daughter's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry that you were in that. I'm so sorry that you didn't get, you know, no one stuck up for you. Or, you know, my older son's like my my older son randomly texted me like, you know, after, after the podcast, he's like, I'm so proud of you. And I love you. And thank you for everything you've done for our family and blah, blah, blah. And I was like. Well, shit, that came from a long... But it's you know, almost like it, but it kind of goes in waves, though. Yeah. 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 But I think the holidays amplify it yeah. because all the hate or all the... Not hate. I, all, I think there's All the little, negativity. Yeah, yeah. All the, you know, you broke up the family, you did this. It comes back fresh because there's memories. And I think memories really make it hard for you to move on. So you almost have to make more positive and building and making positive changes or combining families. And it's a lot. And a lot of times you don't have to, it's not in your face in the holidays. It really is like, bam, you're not going to have your mom and dad together at Christmas. You're not going to have your mom and dad's families together at Thanksgiving. Or, you know, when there's a wedding now, it's your dad's side, your mom's side. You know, it's it's almost like like two when you're, when you're first in it, I mean, yeah. everything is raw. You know, the first Christmas, yeah. the first Thanksgiving, yeah. the first, second mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, the second Christmas. So you're fighting the rawness. You're fighting to add to the kids. You're trying to get your your training wheels off. You know, it's almost like having divorce training wheels. Take those training I mean, wheels off, but just stick to it. Stick to your yeah. guns. And you're going to fall and you're yeah. going to have all, you know. But if your willingness to keep going, look what you yep. get. You get yourself a hundredth episode of a podcast. You get a following. You get to help other people get through their shit. But I think you get I friends think, like Warren. Yeah, Warren G. Warren G. G. <laughs> Regulate. Yeah. Regulate. Do you? I mean, I, this just came to me. I feel like the first year I was so numb. Like it was. We we're faking it just to get through. All before all the chaos stuff. Like my my first Christmas out 
of the house, I went back and I stayed in my daughter's room for Christmas Eve. We did the whole Christmas thing together. That morning, woke up, did the opening the gifts. And at noon, I left. And I was telling my daughter this yesterday that it was so lonely. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. And it still comes back that, like, I didn't have any support that first Christmas, that first New Year. Like, I went home to my family on the East Coast because I didn't feel like I had anybody here. But since and then, since then, though, since then, what's happened since then? Well, Talk to and me. Then, like, <laughs> um, she apologized because I lived with my... I lived with my best friend's family for about six months and she did not once come see me. And so I still have that, that I hold against, like I was, you know, okay, I'm done. (laughs) But but I give no fucks. Give, give, Hey, we right right, right now. We're giving no fucks. Come on, stay (laughs) with me. It feels that tender. It feels that tender. Even, even years later still hurts. Yeah, but so it, it's but like, it hurts less years and years down the road, you know. So now you know, I like I'm we'll like I'm ten, twelve years out, maybe thirteen. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And and things things don't affect me like they did when I when I was first in it because I was numb. Yeah. But yeah. I had to almost not care, you know. And and remember, I told you that I went through the stage where people were basically stupid until proved otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a thing that oh, saved my that's ass, my man. Daily life. Oh yeah, people people were stupid. And yeah. from that standpoint, that was a survival tactic that I had yeah. to get out of my funk. And it wasn't the best survival tactic. And I don't recommend <laughs> that to everybody else. But that yeah. shit worked for me because I thought yeah. people were stupid. You well, know? and I think that goes along with like setting boundaries and putting yeah. up walls. Like yeah. you have to put up walls so you don't have to keep feeling like this. Even with your kids, even with yeah. your friends, family, kids, you got to put up walls in order to survive. The 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 main uh, goal of, of getting divorced and getting divorce recovery is to heal. And yeah. sometimes you have to hurt people's feelings in order to heal. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Well, and I think, why are you divorced? Cause your feelings were hurt. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you were either physically hurt, you know, there's abuse, there's verbally hurt. There's a lot of hurt that deals with, you know, divorce in general. And I think, yes, the holidays have this, big, you know, it's supposed to be grandiose and amazing and awesome. But actually in real, in real life, the holidays suck unless you make them better. And so like my big thing, like we've already put up our tree because my daughter's going back to college. And by the time she gets back, it's going to be mid December. And then it's going to be all chaos because, you know, we have off break because of school and stuff like that. And, you know, so I don't want to be, um, running around crazy because I want Christmas to be great. You mean, cause last year I had yep. the, the vid. So Christmas wasn't until like new year's Eve Eve. So I want it to be great. But then it was also like, am I, do I have this unrealistic thing of what Christmas looks like now? I think the best thing you can do with, with your new Christmas is to yeah. create new traditions. Yeah. Um, I didn't put up the Christmas tree. There's some things, some other things I didn't do, but I still have the kids' um, ornaments, you know, from every grade that they did. Yeah. So eventually, I'm going to give it to them, but 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 I didn't put it up. For me, Christmas has has way less meaning than when the kids were little, yeah. and that's normal. Yeah. But it's way less meaning for me because we're divorced and we're not a family. So I have yeah. to re. So you almost have to reinvent Christmas. And Thanksgiving. Yeah. So one of the dumb things I did, I, I, I think I told you this, uh, my my first Thanksgiving, we were uh, separated. And Maybe. and for some stupid, stupid reason, I, I, I had her over for Thanksgiving dinner. 
So her the oh yeah, yeah her the kids. I'm just I'm just here for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Your face says it all. So we were in the middle of divorce, and it was a you know it it, it got finished that following Thanksgiving December that following March it, it was over. But for some reason, I felt a need to invite her over for Thanksgiving. This is me actively listening. Yes, and so I I, I never told you the story. Oh shit! Because so. you because you know how you I feel know. about that shit. So <laughs> I had her over be, begrudgingly, and I talked to my coworkers, and and you know the ladies told me how to cook a cook a turkey, this that, and the other. So I got a turkey, and I, I didn't know that there's two ends to the turkey. I thought there was one orifice, but there's two orifices. <laughs> so like, if you want to have sex with a turkey, you man, you you know you got two places to to place them anyway. So I reached in and took out the neck, but I left in the giblets and the wax paper. So I cooked you the turkey. Like yes. Yeah, so I cooked the turkey and it tastes like wax, but we ate the turkey. <laughs> and, you know, she came over and it, it, it was weird. And, you know, she didn't help clean. And yeah, it, it was just a cluster. <laughs> but, but that was. I'm trying to be the nice guy, yes, people. Yes, yes, yes. Don't, 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 don't always be the nice guy. But if the you have, there's there's people out there that get divorced and they and, and they get along, more power to you. But if you don't, don't force that shit. Because all it's we gonna get do along, is just that ain't yeah, happening. Yeah. All all it's gonna do is fuck up. That's that's my no Thanksgiving one's gonna story. Say, you did something wrong, and then there's gonna be like Oh yeah, oh, yeah my marriage. Yeah, can't you can't you wash some fucking dishes? Can't you can't you put on an apron? Help me out. Help me yeah. out. But anyway, yeah, that was that was my clusterfuck for Thanksgiving while being separated. Dumbass. I'm so not proud of you. <laughs> Dumbass. David, hey, you're teaching but, the people how to I, heal. But I learned from that. I learned oh, from that that I, that I couldn't do shit with her. You just taught people about take all the shit out of the turkey's two ends. Yeah, so fast forward. We're, <laughs> we're, we're divorced and, you know, talk about tr- traditions. So it, it's spring break. Yeah. And so um, we're going to go up to Denver, rent some bikes, have sushi with, with three kids. So she, so she thought she was going. I was like, you're not going. I did <laughs> I did Thanksgiving, man. I freaking learned on Thanksgiving <laughs> that this shit doesn't work. <laughs> but it took me a, a bad Thanksgiving to learn. So I went to Denver with, without her and rode bikes and had sushi. had a great time. So, you know, when you when you start to separate yourself – it's like once again training wheels. So you got the training wheels on, and you're trying to do your thing. But eventually, the training wheels come off, and you can do it. I'm, I'm here to tell you, you, you can do it. You think you can't, but you can. But you, but you'll fall along the way. You know, you skin your knee, you get a scab, you rip off the scab, it'll bleed or whatever. Your foot but you gets have to stuck move in the chain. Yeah. I mean, that's a foot stuck in the chain one right there. <laughs> <laughs> I never tell you that story. That's a oh, ass over head. God. I hit the wrong brake. Oh, I hit the I hit the left brake and went over the handlebars on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Ooh, a snort! It must be really good to you. Take that, baby. Oh my God. I just I'm just picturing you like going, "Fuck, I fucked up again." Oh God, and yes. Like, oh yeah. That, that night, that night, I, I I just sat there in the kitchen like, "What the hell did I just do?" <laughs> Hey, but hey, once again, kudos to people that can do that shit and get along and you know what that's called though. That's called effort and trying to appease people. And you know, now your boundaries are like you ain't going on the bike ride. Uh, (laughs) No sushi (laughs) for your happy ass. 
Yeah, I'll throw you off the cliff. <laughs> no sushi yeah. for your ass, but thanks for asking. And, and you know, it's funny because like the kids saw the effort. The kids see the things that you're trying to do, but they don't connect why you're doing it. Yep. It's them. So especially in divorce, you know, we say don't stay in it for the kids. We do say stay in the marriage if you can work it out. Yeah. But when you do have to get divorced and you have these conversations, it really is a chance to help them heal or help them set boundaries or, you know, hey, here, we're going to have this one hour. We're going to set one hour for you to ask me all the questions yep. now that you're this age. Next year, they might be different. Like I heard, I forget who it was. Um, someone said, when they're talking their kids and it's an issue that they've never dealt with as a parent, they're like, okay, stop. I have never parented you at this level, at this age, at this intelligence. I need a minute to figure out for both of us as a parent and as your, as your mother, as your, as a child, how we're going to deal with this situation. So it was almost like a timeout for the mom going, I don't what? know, like teenage what, kids. What kind of shit is that timeout for the kid? Timeout for the mom. Like for the mom, moms need timeout. No, no. That's what should have happened. Instead of putting kids in the timeout chair, they should have put parents in timeout. In going, a situation well, like these that, kids are assholes. Situation like that, you got to fake it to make it. Dad, blah, 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 blah. So you, you like guess. Unicorns <laughs> are coming out my butt. <laughs> you guess. You don't, you don't, you don't, no. you don't say I need a timeout. That's weakness. You can't be weak Oh parents. no, listen. I need a weakness. minute to figure no. out how to deal no with you at this level, at this age, Fake at this that. moment, because I'm either going to kill you. Fake that or shit. Fake that shit. Sometimes, I don't know, as I'm getting older, I'm like, eh, I'm not going to fake anything. That, Orgasms, that like some... thoughts, <laughs> you name it. I'm not faking anymore. That, I'm going to give you my like real... That sounds like some leave it to beaver shit. Excuse me, Barbara Billingsley, I'm going to take a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think in, okay, we don't always have to agree, David. I know. Um, I that's think the beauty of it, yeah. I've never raised a 21-year-old daughter who's raised herself, who's doing amazing, but comes at me full force as an adult. If it was a strange woman, I would be taking my earrings out and my shoes off and something's going down. I'm like knuckling up. Like what? But because it's my kid, I don't want to punch her in her face. But you can't. So mentally, I need a minute. Mentally, you can't. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with you at 21 when your own voice. Taking a minute shows weakness. Be strong. No weakness. Be strong. No, because we're not faking it anymore. Get out of my face. Go sit down somewhere. Get out of my face. Go sit your ass down somewhere. That didn't help. It take doesn't it. help if you just yell. So take your, take your ass to 7 Eleven and go get a damn Slurpee. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a timeout, baby. I don't know. Let me take a minute to think about it. Hold on, please. Hold, please. That shit doesn't work, man. Kick those kids' ass. Hey, old school. Okay, boomer. Yeah. But hey, and I'm, Bernie, I apologize for the world. I am a Gen Xer who raised all these youngsters who yeah. have opinions and yeah. shit. Ain't no opinion. <laughs> hey, the only opinion you got is what I gave you. And my boomer parents <laughs> raised this. So, I mean, we should go back to boomer parents because yeah. holy shit. I'm, I'm scared oh, yeah. that both my parents are gone. Yeah. Like, hello. I say something like, I'm going to get hit upside the head, a shoe thrown at me. <laughs> the late, great comedian, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac always said, hey, come in. That's the dog oh. is like itching herself. Oh, Sorry, Rosie. So the late, great Bernie Mac comedian always said, kids are little fuckers. Hit them, yeah. in, the head. Hit them in the head to the white meat shows. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, everybody's got white meat. Trust me. <laughs> you crack that skull. There's some white meat up in there. I mean, it might be a little bloody, but. <laughs> oh, hey. I'm so glad our most of our population's older. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, Bernie, Bernie Mac said, I will fuck a kid up. <laughs> there you go. Hello. We, we need to fuck more kids up. That just sounds bad. Yeah. So when I was raising my kids, uh, we had one working word, well, f- phrase. We, we call it the beat down. Uh-oh. Yeah. You want the beat down? No, daddy. No beat down. The beat down. <laughs> I just remembered being not terrified, but not wanting to make my mother mad because I didn't know what mother I was getting that day. It was like yeah. the other mother. Oh, yeah. Um, Mommy dearest, <laughs> and man. And my Coming dad the, wasn't yeah. home. If my dad wasn't home and I didn't have anybody to hide behind or, you know, stick up for us as much as he could, I did not mess with my mom. I did what she said when she said, and I don't care why she said it, but I did what she said. See, that's a deal. Um, that's a deal with that's the deal with divorced kids. People yeah. try to walk on eggshells around them. You gotta yeah. keep raising your kid no matter what. You yeah. can't change you can't just because you're getting divorced. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's no pause. There's no timeout. I guess. Kick. All right. Well, you, stop trying to make me wrong. But I just feel kick. like you I have a 21 year old daughter who's an adult. You and I don't know how to deal ass. with her sometimes. Hey, kick her ass. You got to kick okay. that ass. All right, Kim, I'm coming for you, yep. girl. Yep. Th- throw punch her real lightly. She'd be like, damn, mom. Yeah. Oh, pow. my God. That was my saying back home. I'd be like, I'm going to punch you in your throat. Let's Did you stop do it? Talking. Did you um, do it? Did you ever do it? Yeah. No, I, oh, I should. My actions weren't, on, my, my actions weren't strong. Like That's now the I problem. would. Man, I, I throw a punch my kids in a heartbeat. I actually told her I would hit her and call the police and be like, you know what? I really just need to take a nap. Is that okay? Oh, God. Pause. <laughs> Boop. I'll be back parent in a minute. Hi, is this the police? I, I'm about to beat down my kid. I'm going to stop raising my kid nap? for a second. I'm going to stop raising my kid for a second. Take a pause. <laughs> okay. Do what you want. I'll be back in a minute. Oh, hell no. Remember when I told you sometimes when we have a discussion and you get, make me do it off the top of my head, things just happen. Yeah. Well, sometimes I say things and when you explain them a little better, I'm like, I give no fucks. I'm hearing you pausing. All I heard was you taking time out and pausing for my kids. And I know. I'm, I think I'm it's for the benefit back, of them so I don't Think about it. Hey, while I'm, while I'm pausing, I'm throwing a throat punch. Why I'm pausing, you should run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a five-second yeah. lead. Hey. Go. Four, three, two, one. Go. One time, <laughs> my son was uh, David. He was probably 11 or 12. He was talking something, so I told him, do something. And he got smart and said, well, that's pretty obvious. And I grabbed him by the neck, and I brought him close. I said, I will rip off your head and piss down your throat. <laughs> Don't spit. <laughs> Don't spit on the computer. <laughs> I will rip off your head and piss down your throat. And I told <laughs> and I let him go. I didn't have a problem out of him for years. <laughs> Until he got 17. Yeah, 17, 17 18. <coughs> I will rip off your I'm head gonna try and piss that. down See your what throat. <laughs> and what happened was I did it. Dive was at my door. I did it. And it was like a knee jerk. Before I got done, I was like, what happened? Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> I blanked that's, out, that's, officer. That's, I blanked out. That's, that's my pause. I will rip off your head and piss down your throat. 
if you ever say that to me again, son. Well, it was like the saying my mom would be like, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. Well, yeah. girl, I, boy, yeah. I thought she was Hello. not faking. She wasn't faking. So what we're saying is keep raising your kids. Don't take a pause. No, no. It's because you're getting I'm, divorced. I'm saying don't take a pause. But Rachel says take a pause. Do, no, I'm not saying that anymore. Now I'm do, saying do just go down swinging. <laughs> Fuck them up. <laughs> What you say? My daddy taught me how to fight. Don't yeah. tuck your thumbs ever. Hey, the 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 Adam apple, Adam's apple will bruise for a second, but not very long. Just pop him right in Adam's apple. Get that attention. Did you just hit me, mom? I did. What you gonna do? Knock a tooth or something out. What's David needs do? some money. Yeah. Once again, I will fuck a kid up. <laughs> no, I think what what so, we so what keep, we tried to do on this kid, podcast today. Keep raising your kids. This is not a kids podcast. This is this is not a raising kids podcast. This is a divorce podcast. And we want you to keep raising your kids by my method or Rachel's method. But I suggest my method is give no fucks and tell them how you feel because either I way suggest, they're going to be shitty to you yeah, at the holidays. Yeah, and just get through it. So each holiday gets easier, but if you don't want to hear that shit, just fuck them up. Say hey, shut the well, shut I mean, the hell up. Think like. 11 years opposed to 11 Christmases. Yeah. It's not really a long, a lot of holidays to heal. When you think 11 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, but you heal in between though. But you heal in between. Yeah. So I think each one is less aggressive and I put my foot down quicker. Yep. I say my piece quicker. Like, nope, this is, this is what, this is, this is what we're doing. We're not going here. We're not going here. If you want to talk about it like an adult, we can do that. But if you're going to, Throw shit at me that I've already healed from, or you've mentioned five thousand times. That's on you, not on me. That's too many words. If you're gonna keep bringing up this words. shit, then you need to get yourself together. So I'm like, whatever. I, I, I it got to the point where like, stop threatening to leave. The door's right there. But that's, this is that's my, way too many this sentences. Is my that's, house. that's like a paragraph. All you gotta know, say is. Saying, all you guys say this is, is mid fight, David. You want to fight? Go sit your ass in the corner. <laughs> I'm gonna show punch you. Stop talking. Why are we allowing you go, to talk? Where's go your sit button? your ass in the corner. I don't care what <laughs> Masters and Johnson or Johnson and Johnson or who, whoever says about raising kids. Stop pretending you yeah. read books, David. No, no, no. I'm saying whoever says whatever. I'm from the Bernie Mac school of thought. Fuck him up. Oops, that's, a, that's what that's, it's going to be called, song. the Bernie Mac edition. Yeah, the Bernie Mac <laughs> edition podcast, episode 102, Fuck Some Kids Up. The Holiday Blues yeah. with Bernie Mac. <laughs> the Holiday Blues, fuck your kid up. Yes. But but, uh, but but don't fuck them up on purpose. Just when they... <laughs> just, just don't fuck them up for GDP. No, 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 not for not for general principle, but when they get out of line, they get off that highway... You know that that kid highway. We're on the wrong exit. Yeah, the wrong exit. You just you just push it back on that exit a little bit. Just fuck them up, pal. So, <laughs> so, so instead of taking the wheel, just <laughs> chop that Adam's apple. Oh, Rachel, any last words? <laughs> Parting words. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know. What was that for? That's for that one time that when one you. Time. I just have a list of all the times I should hit them. Like, remember that one time you said this in a really sarcastic voice? Did you, <laughs> did you look at me cross-eyed? Pop. Yeah. Remember when you were six and I didn't do anything? Yeah. yeah. 
You can you, 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 you can do it while you're walking past them. Pop. All those times walking. I put you in timeout, I have added up where I should have just Adam zappled you. You're in the kitchen just walking around, boop, and you just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? I'm old. I'm old. What I did wanna I do? Be, I, I want to be a boomer. <laughs> I got an Alzheimer's second. I had a moment. <laughs> I was talking to David on the podcast. He told me to pop you and your Adam's apple. <laughs> All right. You know, I have to listen to David. So, so once again, we're going to reinforce this podcast. Rachel says, maybe take a moment, maybe not care. David says, hit him in the Adam's apple. Just fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Keep, I want to go to school with Bernie Mac. Basically, basically keep raising your kids. Yes. Yeah. Just because don't, don't you're stop. taking a moment to yeah. get divorced, because it's yeah. a moment. It really is a moment. Take a deep breath and then just punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. No applause. No applause. Just <gasps> yes. punching in your throat. <laughs> yeah. their, their face will be priceless. Like, did you just hit me in the throat? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I wanted you to stop talking right yes. now. I took your breath away but so you'd stop talking right I now. I can see you try to hit him in the throat. You, you like graze a chin. Like, <laughs> you know I'm knocking teeth out because I got no hand-eye coordination. <laughs> Why'd you hit me in my belly button, Ma? I can't see. My eye is swollen. Thank you. I was hoping you'd make oh, that noise like the book oh <laughs> <laughs> Why are you... <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Why don't you make that noise when I do it? <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. So, I'm what, getting sweaty. so what you do is you walk past and go, Bernie Mac, pow. <laughs> so, so every time I say, Bernie every, Mac and David tell me every, to do this. Every time, oh God, say, I every time you say Bernie Mac, they're like, they're like, wins. Ah, ah. <laughs> That's going to become ah. their Pavlov thing. Yes. Like, Bernie Mac. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be out somewhere, and someone will say Bernie Mac, and they'll duck. And they'll duck right to the corner. We're sorry, folks. Oh, we're sorry, folks. But hey, it's all the food we had. Yeah. Once again, raise your kids. Raise your kids, no matter what. And set boundaries, and be a parent. You don't have to be their friend always, but yeah, fuck that friendship. And when you're healing, doesn't mean that. The people around you have healed, so you can't always expect perfect. Yeah, like yeah. like us. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Girls have mattered too, David. That was, that was the funniest thing we said so far. Perfect, like us. <laughs> we we got it going if on. If you got that from this podcast, you're not listening right. <laughs> hey, I can Bernie Mac left hand or right hand. Okay, I'm your ambidextrous, ambidextrous Bernie Mac. Say that again. Ambidextrous Bernie Mac. There you go. That's <laughs> yes. That's a new new title. Ambidextrous Bernie Mac. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for listening because we had a good time. Damn, we had a good Set time. Set boundaries. Don't let people be shitty to you. Sometimes you have to be the asshole. Or your kids. In their eyes. <laughs> Throw punches for everyone. Fuck them up. <laughs> ah, but, that's hey, funny. Fuck everybody. Hey, you can throw punch adults. My children are adults. No, 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 no. Friends and people 
people at school you don't know people at school no 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 don't David don't do get that it. we're gonna discuss this that's illegal okay that's, illegal. that's a crime that's that's assault <laughs> take down the anger yes. take down the anger a little bit i want to throw a punch at everybody right now <laughs> you need to get yeah. let go of barney mac a little bit <laughs> all right everybody calming breathing <laughs> thank one, you for two. listening to episode 102 i have tears in my happy eyes holidays. happy holidays you and remember it, it gets it. better it gets better every holiday yeah. Don't let people be shitty to you. Yep. Be the asshole first. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't let people be shitty to you. Be the asshole first. Beat them to the punch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> throat punch. Oh, beat them. Beat them to the throat punch. Yes. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.